Welcome to the Bucko Fever Podcast. I'm your host, Charlie Franson. Uh, today, we're going to look at last week. And last week was a good week to be a Bucko fan. Um, Pirates did some pretty good stuff last week. So, I mean, can't really, can't really complain a whole lot. Um, there were some ups and downs. We'll talk about that. But a lot, mostly ups, I will say that it was, it was just a good, a good week to watch the Pirates. This is the type of week that, um, as a fan, you really want to kind of cherish. Um, there will be more weeks like this, um, I believe. Um, but this is the type of stuff we saw progress. We saw. Um, we saw high points from guys that um, are proven to be hopefully consistent, um, and we'll we'll talk about that. So, but before we do that, um, let's go ahead and get a uh, message from sponsor Anchor. All right. So, what went well for the Pirates this week? Um, a lot, really. Um, offensively. Some guys really started to see things click uh, this week. Brian Reynolds was one. Um, Adam Frazier was another. Uh, basically, like the top, I would say the top, the one through four spot in the lineup has been had a had all had pretty solid weeks. Um, outside of that, um, it's been hit or miss. The five spot, yeah, depends who's there. Stallings had an okay week. Uh, Polanco is Polanco. Um, but other than that, like offensively, you, you can't really ask for too much more uh, than what you got out of Adam Frazier uh, this week. And uh, Brian Reynolds and Colin Moran. Uh, Phil Evans had an okay week. Uh, kind of saw his numbers drop. Uh, his average slipped over 100 points. Um, but that was probably going to happen. Um, he's still hovering around, two, he's at 275, you know, yesterday, uh, in that great uh, extra innings game. He did strike out three times, didn't really get a hit, but, um, you know, you did get to see him out in left field a little bit. So I think that is um, where he's going to end up when when Hayes comes back. Uh, but Adam Frazier really, uh, really had a nice week. Um, he was uh, only one for five yesterday, uh, but that was uh, still. He had a couple. He had two for five on on Friday. Um, he had a bunch of, of really good games that he's hitting the ball all over the place, uh, opposite field, pulling it down the line. Um, you know, I, I I'm glad Adam Frazier has finally started to kind of put it together and hit his stride. I think the Pirates need that. Obviously, for them to have any kind of success, um, they need Adam Frazier to be Adam Frazier. They need him to hit like he has previous to last year. Just be consistent, be in that upper upper 200 um, to 300 um, range. I mean, right now he finished the... Uh, Finished out the week with a 305 average on the season, 858 OPS. Um, he's, he's been good. Um, Brian Reynolds, on the other hand, had a fantastic week. Um, he really boosted his average, and he hit a monster shot uh, yesterday for his um, second home run of the season. 
And, uh, you know, yesterday was two, two for three with a walk, um, couple RBS, three runs scored. I mean, Brian Reynolds um, looked like Brian Reynolds of 2019 or even better this week. So, so hopefully this is a, uh, a norm <laughs> for him. Um, I didn't, I totally expected Brian Evans to be better or Brian Reynolds to be better than last year. And I, I think he's really, uh, you know, shown in this first, uh, you know, several weeks of the season that, that he can, um, and he, he, he is, he is better. Um, and then the other guy, a big three run homer yesterday, opposite field, as well as, um, the go ahead, uh, double, in the in the tenth inning, uh, Colin Moran. What Colin Moran is doing this year is, and I've said it in other podcasts, this is exactly the type of Colin Moran that I think Neil Huntington was hoping he would get as part of that Garrett Garrett Cole deal. Um, you know, he finishes the week. He had a couple games where he really didn't do a whole lot, but he's still hitting you know two ninety eight. Um, you know, four home runs. Um, you can't ask for too much more out of Moran. He's really helped them out on defense, and he just seems to be able to come through with with really important hits or you know walks. Um, he has really long at bats, uh, which is exactly what a guy like Colin Moran needs. Um, you know, really take pitches wait for your pitch, you know, do the best you can with it. And, and Moran is, has generally done that all year. So between him and him, Reynolds and Frazier, you hope that they're for real. If, you know, Hayes comes back, he's going to pop into that, most likely pop into that two spot, um, move Evans back somewhere to like five or six. Um, it, 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 it's really encouraging and like I've said from the get-go, this season is not necessarily about what the final, what the Pirates' final record is. Um, there's a lot of promise on this team. Um, guys that could be part of the future moving forward. Guys like Brian Reynolds. Uh, you very well, if he produces the, this way the rest of the season, you very well could see him get an extension. Um, guys like Colin Moran. Colin Moran could play himself into an extension. The Pirates don't have um, any can't-miss prospects at first base. They do have Mason Martin, who I saw today on Twitter from John Drecker. Uh, he hit a – he reported that he, – he heard that he hit a 500 and – 50-foot home run or something like that down in Pirate City. Um, he is pure power, um, decent defensively. It's just a matter of, you know, can he be consistent enough to uh, stick in the majors as a everyday first baseman? Um, you know, Moran could fall into that. Moran, I think, more, more, more than likely plays his way into uh, a good trade chip. Um, and the same with Adam Frazier. I mean, we've been waiting for Adam Frazier to get traded. Um, and I do think it's, it's early for, for any of these guys on the offense really to get, to get dealt. 
probably June is when you'd start seeing uh, the rumors popping up. But, you know, Adam Frazier is not going to be part of this team, uh, at least not on this contract. They bring him back down the road. Um, you know, he, he's not part of the future. What he could bring back could be part of that future. So, I mean, that's that's what they what they've seen out of those four guys. Get Hayes back, and if Hayes produces, uh, hits like he did last year or even in spring, uh, that's a, this is a decent five man lineup. Uh, after that, Stallings is Stallings. He's hit pretty well uh, this week, uh, but other than that, it's pretty slim. Polanco is gonna launch home runs, but they seem they're they're very few and far between with a lot of strikeouts. Um, so again, the, got five guys. Well, four plus Hayes coming back, so five guys that that should produce. And then the rest is kind of a, a mixed bag. So we'll see what happens with the offense moving forward. Um, the other thing that did, went pretty well this week, uh, I thought the bullpen looked pretty solid with the exception of, of Chris Stratton blowing that save yesterday, you know, hitting, uh, getting, giving up that home run to tie the game. Um, and Oviedo with his rough rough go earlier in the week, giving up the five runs, but um, I thought all in all, the bullpen was was pretty solid. Um, Kyle Crick, I, <laughs> I, <laughs> I was really worried about Crick coming into the season. He still worries me when he's out there, but he gets out of it like he's productive. Um, and the same with, with Richard Rodriguez. He's productive. So um, that, that's always really nice to see. Uh, starting pitching had a, a mixed week. Uh, you can't ask for more than what uh, JT Brubaker uh, did. Like JT Brubaker right now is kind of the ace of the staff. Uh, you can make an argument for Tyler Anderson. Tyler Anderson's been pretty consistent. Um, Brubaker, with the exception of all the, the uh, hit, uh, hit batters, um, really seems to have it under control. The other day, you know, six innings, four hits, a run, no walks, eight Ks, did walk a couple, or did hit a couple guys, but um, you can't ask for him to do too much more. Um, he's been he's been solid. Tyler Anderson's been solid. Uh, I will say Chad Cool yesterday bounced back from that horrible outing with, with the seven walks earlier in the week. Um, so that was encouraging to see him, you know, he just attacks with that slider. It's really the only pitch that he seems to have any kind of control with right now. So, um, hopefully he continues to get better as the season goes on. But yesterday was, was encouraging to see from him. So what didn't go well for the Pirates this week? Um, a couple things. All in all, it was a pretty good week. But one of the things that really stood out this week that didn't go well was the starting pitching. Um, I mentioned in the good stuff, uh, JT Brubaker was really good. Tyler Anderson pitched pretty well. Um, 
we got a mix from Chad Cool from just being terrible to um, uh, not too bad yesterday. I mean, he um, this week on uh, whatever day that was, Wednesday, I guess, against San Diego, he went three and two thirds, four hits, three runs, seven walks, and one K. That is way too many walks. Um, he's was lucky he only got out of there with giving up three uh, three runs. Yesterday, five innings, five hits, three earned runs, one walk, and six Ks. Much, much better. Still gave up the runs, but that was really on, um, you know, a couple home runs. He, he really, he was a lot better last, uh, yesterday. That was kind of the Chad Cool... Of old, um, you know, when he's on, he, you know, he, when those walks are down, Chad Cool's gonna keep the keep the team in ball games. Uh, when the walks are up, we have what happened on um, on the thirteenth um, against San Diego. You know, it, it gets out of hand. So, um, and they ended up winning that game, which is the crazy part. Um, so, you know, Chad Cool, kind of a mix. Um, the others, not so much. Uh, Mitch Keller, you know, last week against the Cubs, uh, had uh, his best start of the year. You know, five innings, uh, five hits, one walk, seven Ks, and then um, he went right back to being to to what we'd seen, um, and if worse, um, this was probably his worst start. Um, three and a third, nine hits, seven earned runs, three walks, and one K. Uh, he just couldn't locate his breaking ball at all. Um, and he just, he just got hit. He got hit hard. Um, I, I'm unsure what to make of Mitch Keller at this point. Um, you know, he has the stuff. He just... Yo-yos from, you know, looking like he's getting it together to looking like he just has no clue to, you know, back to being looking a little like improvement and then just terrible the other day. Um, not sure again. Not sure what to make of him. Um, nowhere near giving up on the kid. Um, I mentioned it in my last podcast. Just you know. Don't boo the kid. He's probably he's more down on himself um, than the fans are. Um, you know, I think he's he's got a lot of stuff to work through. Um, so, you know, just he's got to hope for the best. And you know, if he doesn't pan out and this happens, um, you know, what does that mean? I think when the minor league season starts, I think when we're looking at mid-May to mid to late May, if he's still struggling, uh, I think we very well could see him uh, go to to AAA. But um, there, we're going to get plenty of opportunities to see him uh, pitch uh, from here on out. Um, the other one is Trevor Cahill. Um, Trevor Cahill just... Did not look good. He had um, 
on the 12th. Um, I guess it would have been Monday. He had a a decent start. Five innings. This is, like I guess, similar to Cool. Um, five innings pitched, three hits, one run, two walks, um, eight Ks. Solid outing. And then on, um, on Saturday, four innings, eight hits, six earned runs, one walk, five strikeouts. He got hit. He got hit pretty hard. Um, and it's generally what Cahill has done um, in his career. And I really think that's pretty much what put him out in the pen um, is because he, he, he gets hit. And um, when, they, when they signed him, I liked the signing if they were using him as that sixth, um, that sixth starter swing man type hybrid role. Um, I still don't hate the idea of him being in the role, but the fact that he is in the rotation um, as an you know every fifth day starter, um, I don't know how that's how it's going to work the rest of the season. Um, Cahill is one of those guys you really need to uh, put in a position where he can build his trade value. Um, that's really all he is. He's a, he's a little nice little veteran presence out there with the pitchers, but he is a potential trade chip. And for him to come out and just continuously get hammered, it's like a Derek Holland situation. Um, Derek Holland just was not good as a starter. Um, you know, he, the last several years, you know, he worked his way into a bullpen role. That's probably where he should have stayed. And when the Pirates try to use him as a starter... It backfired. Um, I think Cahill's kind of in that same role. Um, I don't know what they do at this point. I I would love to see Will Crow um, instead of Cahill in this this rotation. Somebody that might be part of the future. Uh, You know, Will Crow's not getting any younger. Um, So... Uh, he needs to prove them. So they need to figure out what they have there. And maybe they know, maybe, you know, who knows, but I, I think that getting him up in the rotation would be the way to go. Um, or even chase the young. Uh, I know it's chase the young. It's a little bit of a gamble because if he comes up and, and struggles, you don't have that option there that you can send him back down without potentially, uh, losing him through waivers, um, or having, you know, another team claim him, so, I kind of get that one, but I think Chase DeYoung and, and Trevor and uh, Will Crow are in the in the same boat. Like we, they're both a little older. Um, they need to see what they have because, you know, Chase DeYoung could be a a bargain basement guy that they can rely on for a year or so. Um, Will Crow, is he a reliever? Is he a starter? kind of need to figure that out. I think we know what they have with Trevor Cahill. And it's, <laughs> I don't think it's very good as a starter. So I don't think they're in the position yet to, to pull him out. Um, you know, they're going to pull somebody out at some point and Brault comes back to Brault cool, still could be a, a ways away. Um, the reports are that, you know, he just, uh, he's still taking it slow. So, that's 
that's going to be a while. So the, you know, if they're going to need one of those guys to come up at some point and, you know, step in for, you know, if somebody gets hurt or, you know, whatever. But, but Cahill's one, I, I, he's the one I probably worry about the most. I think Mitch Keller, you know, could put it together. I, I don't know if Cahill gets any better than what we've seen as a starter. Um, so we'll see what happens there. The other things that didn't go well this week uh, is Kevin Newman. Um, Kevin Newman is, it's, it's a pretty big disappointment coming, uh, you know, after what we saw in spring training. Yes, he wasn't going to hit 700 in the regular season, but he also probably shouldn't uh, be hitting a buck 79 um, either. So, you know, he, um, the thing with Newman is he's not striking out. Like he's only struck out three times over his uh, 56 at bats so far this year. Um, he's just not making good contact and putting balls, uh, hitting balls very hard, which isn't necessarily his thing. But in spring training, he was just lining them out to, to right center. Um, and he hasn't been able to do that as much. Um, so he's he's been a he struggled um, like all season, and this week was was really no different. He had a couple hits, uh, but uh, you want to see more out of him. They they need him to do more because um, if he doesn't, he's going to lose time to Eric Gonzalez. And Eric Gonzalez, I don't think offensively he 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 comes in waves <laughs> like we've seen, and um, we kind of know what's there, you know. Hoping for more out of Kevin Newman coming in this year, and it's still early. Um, he very well could, you know, um, put together a couple games with a couple hits apiece and get that average um, up to a, bet, a more respectable number. But uh, you know, he needs to he needs to get on that, uh, and he needs to get on it soon so he doesn't start losing um, losing some opportunities uh, because it, when when. Brian Hayes comes back and play, and they have him at third. Evans has taken full advantage of his opportunities. He's probably going to go out to left. Newman the center, or Reynolds the center, and then Newman. He's going to be the short guy, and they're going to want to get Eric Gonzalez in there. Um, you know, if, if he is you know hitting even even a little bit, um, so Newman really needs to step up and step up quickly. And then there, there's center field. Center field continues to be a hole for the Pirates. Um, Alford uh, had, a, I think, a couple hits this week. Um, still not uh, real great performances from him. Uh, booted a ball, um, I think it was yesterday, out in center field. So he... He needs to he needs to step up and and Dustin Fowler's not running away with it either. Uh, Dustin Fowler really um, really hasn't done um, anything to run away with um, with center field. I mean he's on the on the season so far. Um, you know he's only batting one ninety four, um, which is not. Obviously not spectacular. He had a couple hits um, this week, uh, but you know, on, on uh, the sixteenth, on was a Friday, I guess. 
Um, he was one for four, but he struck out three times. So, you know, he he needs to step up. And, and Alford, Alford's in that same boat because um, he his numbers are even are even worse. So that continues to be a, a disappointing um, area and it's the best way to solve it at this point is to move um, move Reynolds over you know find somebody that's been productive offensively he can play there um, so I mean Alford for the season as far as point zero eight three average uh, he only has two hits um, so clock's ticking for these two um, I think when, when Hayes comes back, I think it's probably one of those two. Hayes is going to move going out to the um, the alternate site to play some alternate games, uh, get some at-bats in against live pitching. He has a couple games where he's pain-free and is swinging the bat well. He's coming up, so it, it could be a matter of days before um, one of these guys gets... Um, DFA without op- options available um, they could lose one and I-, I think Alford honestly would slip right through waivers I think Fowler may as well I don't think either one of them are big big draws at this point um, so uh, we'll see what happens Defoe's another one Defoe could could easily uh, you know get uh, DFA'd as well um, he has the versatility but if you have Hayes back, uh, Evans, and uh, Gonzalez. Do you need that much more versatility? I don't know that you do. And, and Defoe, you know, had a couple good games there, but you know he he hasn't really shown anything. Um, but again, way more versatile than Alford or Fowler. Well, we'll see what happens there. And then of course there is Gregory Polanco. And I, when I, like when you listen to the games, either on the TV or the radio, all Polanco has to do is hit a deep fly ball, and whoever's calling the game immediately dreams that he's finally his swings finally getting together. He added a toe tap this week to bring some things uh, together for him, and then he had a. Home run there on the uh, on Friday, but then yesterday went zero for five with two strikeouts. So it's not ma- he didn't magically fix anything. Um, you know, on the season he's one eighty two. Um, he needs to do more. We're going to be watching him play for a good chunk of the season as long as he stays healthy. Um, the hope is he just goes on a tear and can bring something in a trade. I don't know how many times I've said that, uh, but um, it that's that's where we stand with him. I mean, uh, fans can uh, you know hammer him on social media and, and and call him out, call the Pirates out for playing him, but because of that that home run swing, and because when he makes contact, it is so hard. Um, he is going to keep getting playing time. The salary is also another reason why you'd run him out there. Uh, but again, you know, this is his last year as a pirate. Uh, 
one way or another, he he won't be back next year. So, um, you know, you just hope that he can he can get a little bit of production in, find one of those hot streaks, and then they can uh, hopefully find a taker for him, uh, get something in return. So, uh, it, it, we've seen a trend in my my weekend reviews. Um, the what's not going well. There's some common uh, names, common perf- uh, performances and positions um, that keep popping up there. Uh, and some of them are going to be that way for a while. Center field probably will only get fixed when they move Reynolds over. Uh, Polanco probably will only get fixed if he gets hurt. Um, or if, I don't think they'll cut him, but if they were to cut him, um, but uh, you know it. There's going to be changes. Um, changes are coming. I don't think the Pirates are going to sit on um, guys like Cahill uh, for like all year. They're not going to sit on Alford and Fowler um, and just continuously run them out there for getting nothing out of them. Um, there's going to be changes coming, especially with the minor league season starting here um, in a couple weeks. Um, super excited for that. I got. Um, I live in the Harrisburg, Pennsylvania area. So I have the Harrisburg senators about 10 minutes, 10, 15 minutes from my house. Um, I love going over there when they play the curve. I already got tickets for, uh, two games. And I'm thinking about, <laughs> thinking about taking a day off, uh, work and going to the, the early, I think it's a noon game on that one day, just to, just to watch some baseball, uh, take my son, go hang out. So, um, once the minor league season starts, we're going to see guys get hot. Um, we're going to see some movement because this is going to be an interesting year for the, for the minors. It's going to be, they're going to be able to see guys that they really haven't seen in game action since 2019. Um, so there could be some early movement, uh, you know, less teams in the minors. So you're going to see some guys cut um, in those lower levels that probably wouldn't have gotten cut otherwise. Um, but, you know, guys are going to play. All of them could very well be up, you know, sooner rather than later. Um, trades are going to happen. Guys are going to get hurt. Um, there's going to be a, there's going to be movement. And with Hayes coming back, this could be the first uh, real opportunity that we see for, for somebody to get potentially cut. And uh, it won't be the last. So, um, Hopefully some of these weak spots, some of these things um, that I keep bringing up um, will fix themselves, you know, as they go, whether it be, you know, player movement or um, whether within the system or somebody out of the system. So um, we'll see. Season's still young. There's plenty of time and uh, we're going to see some moves here soon. So what am I looking forward to uh, this upcoming week? Uh, some interleague play. Um, you know, we'll see if the Twins games happen. I, uh, some COVID issues there, but that's later in the week. I think they had a lot of tests come back negative, so that, that should happen. Um, but, you know, some games here um, against Detroit. Um, you know, this week we'll see who... Um, see what the Pirates can do there. Tyler Anderson goes uh, tomorrow and then, you know, out to, to Minnesota. So um, it's going to be an interesting week. The Tigers are um, 
off to an, an okay start, I think. Um, you know, they're, well, <laughs> they're 6-10. and 10, uh, So they're kind of in the same boat as the Pirates. Um, but we got Tyler Anderson against Michael Fulmer. And then on Tuesday, or on Wednesday, sorry, uh, Mitch Keller starts for the Pirates. Brubaker goes then on Thursday. And then for Minnesota... Um, you have Cahill, probably cool, and then back around probably to Anderson. So, uh, we'll see. Uh, I, I like their chances. I, if, if the first, if the top of the lineup hits like they did, uh, this past week, they can beat Detroit. If they get Anderson and Brubaker to pitch like they did, there's a couple wins. Um, they just really need to um to get some better pitching, more consistent pitching out of Chad Cool. Um Mitch Keller needs to get better. And then, you know, any anything out of Trevor Cahill. Uh, you know, he can look like he did earlier this past week. Um in his start, that'd be that'd be great. Um so and the bullpen just to keep being the bullpen. So I, I actually have a lot of faith in the Pirates bullpen so far this year. I, I don't really stress a whole lot. Um, you know, Chris Stratton is a little bit of a concern. Um, but other than that, I mean, they've, they've been pretty effective. Uh, I think, I think when, if, if we see a trade by the Pirates here in the near future, I think it'll be somebody out of that pen, uh, my guess would be Rich Rod, but but who knows? Um, there's other guys there um, that that could uh, could have some value to somebody. Uh, so you know, see what happens. But that's what I'm looking forward to this week. Just some interleague play. See some see them play some some different teams that we haven't uh, seen as much as the Cubs over and over. Uh, we stay away from Cincinnati for for a little longer. Uh, but yeah, we'll we'll see what happens with the Pirates this week. I'm, it's a good week this week to be the Pirates fan. Uh, hopefully, this week can can carry over um, and uh, you know get a little bit more more positivity uh, going through the week. So that's the podcast for this week. Um, you know, thank everybody for listening. Um, anybody who um, haven't listened. Before, you know, check out my other podcasts um, available. Uh, there's a bunch on there. So, uh, but uh, check me out on social media at um, Bucko Fever Pod on Twitter. Um, I do quite a bit on Twitter. Um, Bucko Fever Podcast on Facebook or go to BuccoFeverPodcast.com. Um, I do have a blog on there that I can periodically put stuff on. Um, timing is, time has been. A little on the thin side for me, so I haven't been able to get anything on there. Uh, I've been trying to, I've been doing the podcast, and that's pretty much it. I'm gonna try to get a article on, uh, post up on the on the blog here uh, tonight or tomorrow uh, to kind of go along with this uh, with this episode. Again, if you have any feedback, let me know. I want to appreciate everybody on Twitter uh, this week. I do want to give a shout out um, to. Uh, uh, guys like Gary Morgan and the guys over at, at Bucks in the Basement uh, for um, give me some some uh, 
some promotion this week. Uh, you know, uh, mentioning the show or the podcast. Um, you know, I appreciate that. Um, but um, you know, the Pirates podcast community and, and Twitter and social media um, has been very, uh, very fun uh, to to chat with and to work with. Uh, yeah, it's been a very positive experience for me. This is um, two months into this thing, um, so. Again, you know, uh, check them out too. Um, there's plenty of plenty of other uh, guys doing uh, the same type of stuff, different different views, uh, different topics. Um, you know, find them all on Twitter, and then go from there. So, uh, but Bucks in the Basement is a good one. Always City of Bridges, um, Anthony DeFilippo, great guy. You know, check him out. So, again, you know, just want to thank everybody for listening. Um, and as always, you know, have a good one. <laughs>